It's the toughest, most important job in the world. Four kids. If you want to know what it's like to have a fourth, just imagine you're drowning. And then someone hands you a baby. This is The Mom Show. It's where moms come to learn and share. Our host is Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome on into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. I am Lindsay Ertz. Um, excited to talk to you today about a safety issue that impacts a lot of moms, a lot of parents out there. Uh, this week in the news, we heard about a local Instagram influencer and local blogger who shared uh, through her platform that she had her Wi-Fi baby monitor hacked. And this was a really creepy story when I actually reported on it and um, was able to kind of gather some information on it. And um, just when I listened to her Insta stories, my heart just dropped because uh, basically uh, the, the Instagram account is called I Honestly Loved and her name is Isabel Baker. And um, she outlined on her Insta stories how um, her son had been acting really weird over the last three weeks, like having night terrors and was super clingy and just wasn't acting him normal, his normal three-year-old self. And she didn't think much of it. She thought maybe he likes scary movies like Monsters, Inc. So maybe it was like something like that or... You know, maybe just three-year-old transition. I guess they have a new baby on the way. So she didn't think much of it. But then one day she heard a man's distorted voice coming from his room. And she thought it was maybe the construction they had going on in her house, a contractor that was supposed to be there or something like that. But it turns out that a creepy voice had been coming through her Wi-Fi monitor, her baby Wi-Fi monitor, into her son's room and basically scaring her son. And her son was reacting to that. And it just crushes you as a mother when you hear this story. And so we put it on the news this week, but uh, it's just brought up in my mind so many broader safety tips when it comes to Wi-Fi baby monitors. You know, my first thought is I have one of these. I have one of these, as I'm sure many Utah moms do. Gives us peace of mind where we can uh, pull up our baby monitors right now if we wanted to and make sure that uh, our kids are at home asleep in the bed. They, The nanny put them down when they were supposed to or they're still in there when you, you know, maybe sneak out for a quick walk around the block or whatever. Not that I've ever done that. But uh, it's just something that brings brings moms a lot of peace of mind. So when there is this vulnerability, it is really scary. So joining me now is an online safety expert with the Utah company SafeWise, uh, Rebecca Edwards is their chief uh, writer for these technical issues. They review uh, safety products, online safety products. So, Rebecca, you're the perfect person to help us walk through all the safety issues here. First of all, thank you for joining me on The Mom Show. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm excited to be able to talk about this uh, creepy but important um, topic. Yeah, I mean, this is literally what your company does, right? Reviews these products to help be able to keep our online homes safe, right? Yes, our whole mission is to help people create safer lives at home and in their communities. And a lot of that hinges on the tech that we use for convenience and for that extra peace of mind, as you mentioned, to keep ourselves and our family and our pets uh, safer. Yeah. So we talked, full disclosure, the other day for the news, and you talked to me about how hacking of Wi-Fi baby monitors isn't 
common, but it is super scary. And so I took a little bit of comfort to know that this was maybe a one-off story. It's probably happened before. It's, you know, it, it because this influencer also posted hundreds of other moms who said this had happened to them. So talk to us just a little bit again about how common um, the hacking of Wi-Fi baby monitors is. From my knowledge and, you know, watching and tracking this kind of thing for the past several years, it doesn't hit the headlines very often. You know, there's obviously no national database of creepy voices coming over um, baby monitors. But when it does happen, it tends to attract headlines and attention because it is shocking. It is scary. It it feels threatening. Um, you know, it's a really terrifying thing. It's invading your home. And so anything that grabs headlines like that, we can rest easy knowing it is an outlier event, because if it was just happening every day, then it, it would be commonplace. It wouldn't create that in us, you know, that it does. And so that is, I know, scant um, comfort, but I think that it's important for us, especially in a world where we have such easy access to information, not just from news sources, but from people telling their own stories on a bunch of different forums that we can just, it's easy to take a deep dive into the scary stuff and get a distorted view of the bigger perception. And so I always, always, always like to emphasize that um, in the bigger picture, these are outlier events that do not happen that often. And we don't need to um, panic <laughs> that we're up next. That's but a good reminder. Shouldn't be diligent. Yes, Sorry. that's a good reminder for me because I work in the news. So it's hard sometimes <laughs> to separate what's real life and what's my everyday. Like I tell these stories <laughs> every day. But you're right that we shouldn't, that shouldn't mean we don't take it seriously. Because what I did was I went home and around the dinner table with my husband, I said, honey, is our Wi Fi secure? And he goes, I don't know. And I'm like, all right, well, this is something I need to look into now, right? <laughs> so that is our goal here at KSL, right, is to educate and inform and keep people safe, too. So um, let's dive in a little bit to how I know there are some specifics around the specific company that this influencer used with her baby monitor and maybe some of the um, the problems that they've had in the past with Wi-Fi security. But let's just talk generally and more broadly about how a hacker gets in to hack a baby monitor. Sure. So, I mean, as we all know, unfortunately, anything that's connected to the internet that uses Wi-Fi is vulnerable to hacking. It just is. Um, <clears throat> but it doesn't mean we have to make it easy for the hackers, right? So the way, there's typically two ways that a baby monitor or another indoor camera is going to get hacked. Um, the first is through your home Wi-Fi network. That's the easiest door in, usually. Um, and the scary thing is, if someone is um, accessing your home network, that's not the baby monitor is not the only thing they have access to, you know, I mean, they can access any device that's on that network, potentially, depending on how many layers of security you have set up. And so the home Wi-Fi network is one way. The other way is you can directly access the camera itself. If it has a live feed that is shared, that's going out to the internet for remote access or to share with grandma or to share with Aunt Lucy or whatever. You know, if you have others or you and dad both have an account and, and it's shared when you're at work and he's at work or you're at the grocery store um, and that feed is out there. And so that's an open feed that isn't really on your home network, it's its own. And so they could directly access that if that mm -hmm. is available. Now, both of those instances, they'd have to be able to see somehow that you have a camera or that you have a Wi-Fi network. So uh, again, 
but it, it could be random. I, I doubt it's going to be very targeted specifically at a person. It's going to be someone um, randomly seeing what they can get away with and who they can terrify. Yeah, it's so, so scary. Rebecca Edwards uh, is with the local online safety company, SafeWise. And she's going to, when we come back, give us some more tips on how to protect our cameras, protect our home Wi-Fi uh, devices, whether it be the baby camera. Obviously, that's what we're focused on because this is The Mom Show. But we'll take a break more with Rebecca in just a second on The Mom Show. You've joined The Mom Show. Being a mom can be tough sometimes. We try to make it easier. Here's Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio. Welcome back into The Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. I am here today with uh, an online safety expert, someone who can help us secure up those Wi-Fi devices in our homes. This is coming after I did a report this week on a local Instagram influencer and blogger who had her baby monitor hacked by some creepy voice that was terrorizing her son. And it was just a story that cut me to the core. I, I've told many here on KSL News Radio, but this one in particular is just like, I have one of these Wi-Fi cameras at home and I can look at it right now to check on my son who's three years old. And so I think I just really resonated with her plea for people to secure up their their baby monitor devices. You just never as a parent want this to happen. So Joining me now is Rebecca Edwards. She is, uh, again, an online safety expert with the local company SafeWise. Rebecca, let's talk a little bit. In the last segment, you told us a little bit about how hackers can get in through your home Wi-Fi. Your baby monitor is connected to your home Wi-Fi typically, right? Unless you have one of those monitors that's just a monitor, like it comes with its own monitor, right? And some of those go over Wi-Fi, but there's ones that are just the monitor itself. Yeah, they're kind of like walkie-talkies. Yeah. Um, yeah. So typically, you know, I think I wanted one that just went over my phone because I didn't want an extra device to carry around, right? You just want it right. already. I already carry my phone everywhere I go. So I just wanted to be able to pull it up on my phone. And and a lot of people have other devices, Alexas and home security systems that are connected to their phone. They can just pull up. I can do my TV remotely from my phone, you know, <laughs> yeah. just all the things. So let's dive into a little bit about how we protect these home Wi-Fi networks when we have things like baby monitors connected to them. Sure. And right before we dive into that, I wanted to mention a few things to look for. To, if you wonder, how has my camera been hacked or how, what are some signs that would tell me? If every camera that we know of has lights on it. And so notice and even pull out your owner's manual or look it up online. What colors should the lights be? And when, what do those colors mean? Are they solid lights? Are they flashing lights? Find out what those mean and pay attention because it, someone accessing your live camera feed is going to let you know that they're accessing it because mm -hmm. most times cameras lights will change and they'll do something different. And listen for sounds. Unfortunately, her son was getting all the sounds and she wasn't noticing it. But crackling, any kind of weird sounds or even latency in if you're live viewing or um, anything that other devices or other players uh, interacting on that um, feed from that camera could uh, be slowing that down. So those are things that could be a sign. Okay, and latency. if you go to log into your camera and it's like password incorrect, um, and which I'm always like, oh, gosh, of course I don't remember the password. Right. And I just think I forgot the password. Let me reset the password. But that could be a sign that someone hacked in and actually changed your login credentials and they're in charge now. Yeah. So 
um, don't just ignore those things. Go in and, and update it. So anyway, sorry those to kind are, of sidetrack there. But no, I think those that's are important. yeah, those are great tips because yeah, unless you're hearing the sounds coming through the monitor, you may not realize that your camera's been hacked. Right, and your camera could be hacked, and they're not going to talk and try to creep out your son. They might be trying to access footage and and video and photos for for all sorts of terrible reasons, um, and we don't want that to happen either. Yeah, because. Um, Things that are stored, a video and stuff and clips that are stored could also be accessed in addition to the in the room terrifying the child at night type right. of situation. Right. But um, when it comes to staying secure, there's two fronts to go here. Number one, you want to take security measures on the camera itself. And then secondly, you want to make sure your home Wi-Fi network is secure. So I'm going to talk about the camera first, if that is all right. Um, and a lot of these things are going to be rules that you want to follow in both cases and for all your other devices that you have as well. Um, so obviously you wanna make sure that it's password protected and set up complicated passwords. And what's really been recommended more in the past 18 months or so um, by internet security professionals has been using passphrases and instead of just passwords. And passphrases, number one, are easier for us to remember. And they could be, but you don't want to use something like Mary had a little lamb. You know, again, it can't be something that's easily guessed. But a passphrase can allow you to put something complicated together that you're going to be able to remember. And so that's valuable. So my son's name is Oliver is probably too easy. Stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) But yeah, again, you don't want anything that's a famous or common quote or anything like that, which is fun. We want to have a lot of fun. At the same time, like when we name our Wi-Fi network, we want to be clever and fun, but those can cause us trouble because it can give clues that might give people insight into what our password might be because they might know what we're into, how our mind thinks, um, or, you know, sometimes people take it as a challenge. Like you can, I've seen lots of Wi-Fi networks out there like unhackable or, you know, things like that. You're yeah. just asking for trouble. <laughs> give us an example without naming your own Wi-Fi passwords of a passphrase. <sighs> an example outside of mine um I'm putting you on the spot I know I know <laughs> I wish I had a good I wish I had a, an answer ready for you um I would suggest something like maybe even if it's just something that you say in your family that someone else wouldn't be privy to like um you know Joni walks the dog at noon okay. or something okay yes you know like, I a, like a only like an inside joke an inside joke would be good. Yeah. yeah. Something that isn't going to be easily guessed and uh, known to outsiders um, or on, you know, n- nothing that is going to be on a bumper sticker or on like a magnet on your fridge or something right, like that. Right. <laughs> so I know it's tricky. Passphrases are hard, but that's why they work. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. I got to get creative. And then you, have, you have to think of different passphrases for everything too, because right. you don't want to reuse. Right. That's always the trouble. So much to remember. <laughs> Along with your passwords, you want to, change those every so often. So I, I, there's a lot of things that I recommend along with like checking your smoke alarm batteries, right? There are things that you can do monthly, quarterly, a couple times a year. I think quarterly is a good cadence to check things like check those batteries, um, check, update your passwords, check that your firmware and software are updated. That's another really important thing to do. Update, keep your cameras updated. And if there's a way for you to um, set up automatic updates, that's really the best way to do it so that it's always happening because hackers are they are ahead of the curve and they are inventive creative 
um, really ambitious people and they're changing it up all the time. And so when you get an update and you hear about patches and security fixes and bugs, um, that is improving the security. So something new came out that's attacking things and the companies got in there to fix it. And this is what's going to patch over that vulnerability. So that is super, super important. And then look for other um, extra steps you can take like enabling two-factor authentication or using something like Google Authenticator um, if it allows that. Um, so that even if someone else does try to log in, you're gonna have to verify that they're able to log in. I gotta tell you, our company just made us do two th- uh, two-factor authentication on all of our email devices and I curse its name every time I have to do it because I have to like pull up my phone and get the code and then I kind of put it in. I'm just like, I'm trying to get a story on the air, but I get it. I get it. It's important. Uh, I feel you. I curse it too. Yeah, it's annoying. But I I can't not do it because it's just the right thing to do. I know. It's annoying, but it's necessary. Rebecca Edwards is with the local company SafeWise. We're talking about ways to keep your Wi-Fi baby monitor and all your Wi-Fi devices safe in your home because of a a story we reported on this week where a local influencer had her baby monitor hacked and a creepy voice was talking to her son. So we'll uh, dive more into some security measures with Rebecca Edwards when we come back on The Mom Show. It's the toughest, most important job in the world. Four kids. If you want to know what it's like to have a fourth, just imagine you're drowning. And then someone hands you a baby. This is The Mom Show. It's where moms come to learn and share. Our host is Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. I am Lindsay Ertz talking about a story that happened here locally this week that really impacted me as a mom. Uh, I reported this week on a local influencer and blogger who had her baby monitor hacked by some creepy person out there who was basically terrorizing her son. Um, She described her um, three-year-old acting out and having night terrors for over the last few weeks. And she finally put it together when she was walking by the room one day, heard a voice coming from the room. And she said in her gut, she knew exactly what it was. She had heard stories of this happening before. And I think we've all sort of heard these stories of Wi-Fi baby monitors being able to be hacked. Someone gets on your network and then is talking to your kid through your wife or your baby monitor. It's so terrifying. So I want to talk a little bit about keeping those uh, Wi-Fi baby monitors secure so that we can protect our children. And joining me to do that, Rebecca Edwards, she's uh, with the local online safety company SafeWise. Rebecca, thanks for joining me. Yes. Let's get back into it. Yes, I would (laughs) invite anyone to go podcast this episode, wherever you podcast, just search for the KSL Mom Show. And you can listen back to, uh, in a previous segment, Rebecca and I talked about, uh, well, I should say she talked about tips for how to make sure, how to notice if your uh, device has been hacked. And and you mentioned things, Rebecca, like um, maybe the lights are doing weird things. They're not the color they're supposed to be, or it's slow, right? That latency where mm-hmm. you can't, or you can't sign on, your password's changed or something, or you might just think, oh, I can't remember the password, but it's actually because somebody's hacked in type of thing. So um, those are great tips for how to notice if your, your uh, device has been hacked other than hearing a creepy voice coming through it, right? And then right. let's move into, 
You also talked to us a little bit about um, the devices themselves have security features on them versus securing up our home Wi-Fi's themselves. Can you run through quickly again kind of what things we should be looking for on our, our devices? Yeah, so on your devices, and this is the same for your home Wi-Fi network and your routers, you want to make sure that you're using secure passwords or passphrases, which are trickier to come up with, but are also trickier to hack. And you want to update those regularly on a regular schedule, maybe quarterly, just change it up. So keep it fresh. Make sure that you're always updating any updates that come out for your device um, need to be, um, you need to go run the update. And I know that it's another one of those things that we don't want to do because it's a pain and it takes time. But um, these are the sorts of things that are going to help keep the newest and latest security tricks um, and vulnerabilities that hackers are using. I, it, these updates are what uh, patch those and fix that so that um and we're always went running behind the hackers right? right so you need by the time you've updated they're moving on to the next thing but you still need to do the update um and one thing that i didn't quite um get to but is really important you mentioned you like to look you check in on your your baby on your child while you're at work or yeah. while you're running errands or whatever that's why we have these wi-fi cameras they're so convenient um but sharing having a, a live feed that's um accessible out there on the internet, it lives on its own. That's a feed from the device itself um, that can also be vulnerable to hacking outside of your network. So I do recommend if you're at home, unless you need to have that remote access on, switch it off. Again, so, it's inconvenient. It's a, something we don't want to do, but it, it's going to be more protected. Yeah, I don't know <clears> if this is going to be just brand camera specific, but like I have a camera where, um, you know, I have the main login and then there are visitor and guest logins. Mm -hmm. Is that a security feature where we have a guest login? Obviously, the guest can't change any of the password or anything that they just get access to the camera. But is that a vulnerability? It's definitely more, uh, that's definitely more secure than um ones that don't have a login that you're not approving and keeping track of who's getting in there. So that's, that's definitely a good way to do it. Um, and another thing that uh, is important, you can also look at your camera and see what type of encryption is available when people are accessing it. And um, because encryption makes it, it's like a privacy curtain that goes around um, your feed and it keeps people from being able to see what's happening um, behind it. I always think about like back in those, you know, older, Movies where people would like bikini bingo movies and people would change in the little like it was like a portable shower thing out there yeah, on the yeah, beach. Yeah. That's kind of what encryption does for okay. your thing. It just kind of covers it up and, and people can't see it and get to it. So encryption so, is um, a good thing, right? Encryption is a good thing. Yes. And that should be a feature that is part of the camera that you buy. And um, they're going to have different levels of encryption. Um and so that's something to look for. You definitely want to make sure that that is happening. And you can also activate encryption on your home router for your home Wi-Fi network. And that protects that network, which protects everything that's on that network. Mm. So the network is like the front door to all of your devices. You know, it's like if someone, you know, if a burglar can break down the front door, they get access to the whole house. If they can break through that Wi-Fi network, they've got access to all of your devices. Mm. But that's the first layer. So if those devices also have their own protection, their own passwords, their own login, their own two-factor authentication that you're using, and their own encryption, 
Layers are our best friend when it comes to any kind of security. Yeah, um, layers. That's that's a really good point. I didn't really think about it like that. But okay, so let's let's drill down a little bit on how to protect those home Wi-Fi networks because again, any device that's connected to the Wi-Fi is vulnerable to being hacked. Uh, but talk to me about some of the steps. I went home after I reported on this story and said, "Hey, honey, what what security do we have on our home Wi-Fi?" He's like, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, well, time to figure this out. You know, you just set it up, you get it from the company and you just turn it on, right? Yep. Yeah, that is right. But there are some a few extra steps you can take when and a lot of them you can do right when you set it up and you won't ever have to think about it again. And um the first one is going to be changing the name, changing the default settings. So there's gonna be an administrative account that you set up initially with a username and a password. That's gonna be standard. It's gonna come from your internet company, your cable company, you know, where, however you, wherever you got your router from, right. or if you bought a router personally, those are going to be built in. And so obviously the easiest way in the front door is to just turn the knob. And if it's unlocked, you walk in. And so if you haven't changed those default factory settings for the admin account and for the name of the network, that's just leaving the door unlocked for hackers. To get yeah, in. that's a really cool way to think about it. And one of the tips I know you gave me the other day uh, was to not make the Wi-Fi name obvious, right? Right. Yeah, and don't don't give away it. Like I like to have fun and be cute and clever, and I'm always um, tickled when I see someone have a really um, witty Wi-Fi network name. But these are things that can also make you more vulnerable to hacking. It could become more tempting as a target. Um, and it could also give clues as to what kinds of passwords or passphrases you might use. And so you don't want to give away clues. And so you want to be pretty boring. And you can't even hide your Wi-Fi network. You can make it so that it's not discoverable. Mm. So that neighbors or anybody that's around can't even see that it's there. And I strongly recommend that. I think that is, is very useful. And a lot of people that hide their network might open up a guest network. And, and I would, I think guest networks should be disabled. Um, and if you do use them, definitely make sure they're password protected, just like everything else. But and be careful with who you're giving that information to. Um, and it's hard, you know, when my kids were teenagers, you have more people coming over and the kids don't want to use their data and they, they sit there on the couch next to each other on their phones, you know, and so I'm going to let the kids use my Wi-Fi network. Right. But um, I set them all up on that, you know, but that that's a vulnerability that I have there. You know, all the kids in the neighborhood have this have yeah. The network. Yeah, that's um, a good point. I didn't think about that. <laughs> See, the problems I'm not too yet because I don't have teenagers yet. I just have toddlers. <laughs> I've been through the whole gamut. I can give you all the problems. <laughs> yeah, tell me there's light at the end of the tunnel, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> there is. So again, change those passwords regularly. And so if, if Jimmy comes over and I have to give him a new password, too bad. Yeah. Too bad for Jimmy, but it does protect me mm -hmm. because it's just like if you loaned out your key because the neighbor was going to feed the plants while you're out of town on vacation, feed the plants, feed the dog, Walk, water, yeah, the plants, water the plants. However. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. <laughs> Then you have a key out there. Then I lose the key. It's the same thing. You know, the password is the same type of a thing. Um, a couple other things that you can do is there is a lot of built-in security on a router. And so you can activate that. And that includes encryption. That includes firewalls. And these are all things that help, you know, firewall. And I, I use a water metaphor for this. I don't know why. Um, it's like a moat. I say, you know, it's keeping them back. Um, they have to get through that to get to your network. And so those are built in and activated, you know, make sure that those are activated. Um, and just as you can have remote access to your camera, you can also have remote administration 
to your Wi-Fi network. There's no reason for that to be turned off at all, unless you have a very sophisticated, complicated technical home. And if that's the case, you already know how to do this securely and I am not gonna be able to help you. But most of us, that's not the case, right? So um, you can turn off remote administration and then there's something that's usually activated and this is, it's called universal plug and play. And it's gonna be by default, usually active when you set up your router. And this is what helps new devices in your home find your network. So like if someone was on their phone, if my um, son's friend was over and he'd be like, oh, is your network blah, blah, blah. So you can turn that off so that they won't find your network. Okay. And okay. so you have to set it up for them. And so it, it can get really, it sounds really complicated and there's lots of these technical words that are used. And if you don't know what they mean, you don't know what they mean. And then they all turn into acronyms because it's WPS and um, E2E encryption and you know all this stuff that's insane um but we have a facebook group called ask safewise and um because this is such a top of mind topic for people right now i'm um, going to put together a facebook live event where i'm going to go through uh some cameras and go through a router and show people how to do this so if you don't want to say i don't know how secure my home network is um anymore we are going to schedule that and get the dates posted next week. If you go to um, SafeWise on Facebook or our Ask SafeWise group, um, we'll let that, we'd love to have you join us for that and we can help you get it set up right there. And it's really easy. You're not gonna have to do this a million times, um, but it's hard to know if you haven't done it before. Yeah, well, what a great event. I wanna come to this Facebook Live because <laughs> clearly after hearing this story, I like turned on my baby monitor like 26 times to make sure I wasn't hearing any creepy voices. And <laughs> it's just like, you just don't know if this is happening. And so, yeah, um, I'm gonna direct people to go to the SafeWise Facebook page uh, for information on when that Facebook Live is happening because I think that's such a great event. I'm also going to say I have turned on some security features so hackers stay away because I did just tell you that I didn't have any on for a little while. But Rebecca <laughs> Edwards is with the company SafeWise. She's giving us all the tips on how to keep our baby Wi-Fi monitors safe after a, a local influencer had hers hacked and she shared about it um, this week. Rebecca, when we come back, I need you to define some terms for us. <laughs> like you were just mentioning, Will there be. are a lot of terms that can just like overwhelm you when it comes to... Uh, Wi-Fi security. So we're going to walk through some of those definitions when we come back on The Mom Show. Back inside The Mom Show. Dads are welcome, but moms come here to be heard. We're with Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio. Welcome back into The Mom Show. Thank you for joining us. We've been talking today about a local influencer who had her baby monitor hacked. Uh, she describes a creepy voice she heard coming from her son's baby monitor who was really terrifying her son and then she described some um, behavior changes that her son had that made her notice that something was off and then she put it together after she discovered this um, creepy man's voice coming through her baby monitor and it just you know cuts through your mom heart where you're just like wait I have one of these wi-fi baby monitors at home and so I thought it might be informational to talk to moms out there about how to protect their uh, Wi-Fi baby monitors. Uh, obviously, there's going to be a million different types of brands of cameras. There's going to be ones that don't connect to the Wi-Fi, which are always a good choice if you don't need it to work like outside the home. You just have a, a device that comes, you know, and you plug it in pretty 
much, uh, which we like for traveling because connecting to somebody else's Wi-Fi like outside of your house and then you got to figure out if it's on the right channel, if it's 2.4 gigahertz or 5 gigahertz, and some don't work on the 5 and some work on the 2.4, and it's just, you got to call the company to split the channels. I've done that before. It's just, <laughs> I don't even know what it means, but I've done it because you need the baby monitor to work. So um, part of the information I want to give you today is defining some of these terms for you. If you feel like you're overwhelmed by internet security, trust me, you are not alone. So joining me is Rebecca Edwards with the local online security company, uh, or online safety company, I should say, SafeWise. They help keep Utah's home safe and secure, uh, especially with these tech devices that are in all of our homes right now. Uh, Rebecca, we need to define some terms for for people, okay? I'm going to just kind of lay these out there for you. Please don't think I'm an idiot if I don't know what they mean, but listen, these are complicated terms sometimes, so I'm sure there's other moms out there who maybe don't. Um, Okay, first of all, what is a firewall? Firewall. So um, I always call a firewall to a moat. So it's a form of defense that um, protects your uh, Wi-Fi network and it monitors traffic coming in and out. And so if it looks like something that's approved and safe, it can lower the drawbridge and let access be granted. And if it doesn't look approved and safe, no drawbridge gets lowered. Mm. And so they'll stay outside the perimeter. That's basically a firewall. That is a beautiful analogy. I like it. (laughs) Okay. What is encryption? And so encryption, and you hear this a lot and there's all kinds of encryption. Um, Encryption is like a privacy curtain for um, information that is being transmitted from one place to the next. So if I was sending you a text from my phone to your phone and it was encrypted, that means that there's like a a privacy curtain all the way around that message that it's only intended for the eyes that it's intended for. So nobody else can peep and see what's going on while my message is being sent to you. And that can happen for camera feeds. It happens with emails, um, anything that's transmitted back and forth can be encrypted and it just makes it um, not invisible, but unable to be accessed by anyone that it's not intended for. Harder to get into, right? So mm-hmm. are all of these just layers of security? Like we need a firewall and we also need encryption? Yes. Okay. Yes. So just lots because of layers. If they can get over the moat, um, you could still have something hidden behind a door that they can't see. Right. Sure. So their encryption is another door. Right. Um, so, oh and I, you know, layers. Uh, this is such a beautiful. like ogres, I guess. You're such a beautiful <laughs> like castle analogy. I love it. If you can get over the moat, but then there's a, there's a curtain around the castle, you can't get into the castle. Exactly. I love it. Okay. What is, uh, I know what software is. What is firmware? So firmware is, um, it's hard it's in the hardware. So hardware is more of a device. So like my um, phone, it has an operating system on it, the iOS. Um, Things that are tied to the phone are the firmware, Mm -hmm. but apps that I put on there. So I can update my firmware. I can update the iOS, but I'll still need to update individual apps. Mm -hmm. The apps are the software. Okay. I mean, and that's probably not a perfect, I'm sure there's an internet um, person out there that's going to say that's not a perfect definition, but I think that's the simplest definition. Um, and so firmware is your baby monitor itself. Firmware is your router itself. Okay. Um, and so it'll be, um, patches to security vulnerabilities in those, in the hard, in the, um, 
it's not the software in the device itself. It, it, yeah. It, yeah. So when it says device. update your firmware, what does that mean? That means you're going to be updating basically kind of like the operating system of the device. Okay. So there could be an update to the windows iOS, which is your firmware. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Um, I know that IP addresses are on all computers. What does an IP address do? The IP address is an identifier, and it's unique um, to a device and how it is connected to the Internet. And so um, yeah, there are going to be approved. You can go as far as having approved IP addresses that can access your network. And if an unfamiliar IP address comes up, um, the defenses will will come up and they won't be allowed access. So that's a super extra, um, really good way to secure what's happening on your home Wi-Fi network. Okay, very good. Now, I know that when we, this is my last term I need you to define for me, Rebecca Edwards from the local online safety <laughs> uh, company, SafeWise. Um, I know that your router, you've got to pull up your SSID. What, what is an SSID? So the SSID is a lot like the IP address in a way. It's a unique identifier for that router. And it's basically the name of your network. And so when we say to update your router network, you're going to change the, the company default SSID. Um, because that is, if, they, if a hacker can see the SSID, they're going to have a lot of hints and clues about what type of router you have, and, and they're going to know what its vulnerabilities are. So just renaming that network to something that doesn't give that away um, makes you more secure instantly right there. Okay, so the SSID is just a technical way to say change the name of your Wi-Fi network. Yep. Okay. I feel like I can go conquer the world now, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me on The Mom Show today where we're just giving you all the tips for securing up those home Wi-Fi, uh, your home Wi-Fi networks and then your baby monitors. We had a, a local influencer here share her story about how her uh, Wi-Fi baby monitor was hacked. So hopefully this episode has been helpful for you today. And I'd invite you to go visit SafeWise website. They have lots more tips and they review all the products to tell you which ones are the safest, specifically baby monitors too. They got a whole list up there about which baby monitors they like. Uh, so you can get some good information there. And then Rebecca's going to do a Facebook Live in the next few weeks, uh, basically walking you through all of uh, what she just described for me. You can bring your router <laughs> to her on Facebook Live and say, how do I secure up my home Wi-Fi so my baby monitor doesn't get hacked? Um, watch their Facebook page, the SafeWise Facebook page, um, so you can find out when that's happening. Rebecca, thanks again for your time. Thank you so much. I'm happy to help spread the, the helpful info. <laughs> yeah, the safety message. We'll be back next week on The Mom Show.